Hello, welcome to Tutors of Life podcast where we research life so you don't have to. Episode 276, this is your host, Sean Tudor. And this is Sam. This is a talk episode where the tutors talk. And I'm sorry if there's some sound balancing issues. My computer reset some functions, I don't know. I want to start out by saying... God, you're so loud today. Okay, continue. Well, I was quiet a minute ago until you adjusted a bunch of shit. I know, and now I adjusted it for you to be louder, and now you keep screaming at the microphone. I would like to start off by saying, fuck Dana and Bulgarian split squats. Mm-hmm. My ass is retarded. Mm-hmm. And my hamstrings hurt. Dude, I'm like limping around. I don't even know what the hell I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And I know it's nothing else because everything else I do. It's like whatever. It's everything else on there I do. Mm-hmm. No big deal. I don't really get sore from that shit. The only thing different on that on that like workout we did than I normally do, Bulgarian split squats. And I am all levels of fucked up. Dude, and it's so dumb because it just takes one thing to fuck you up. Dude, you can let... I, I can go through like a whole workout of like movements i do on a monthly basis mm-hmm. right i can finish my workout with a couple hundred like, with a couple hundred lunges mm-hmm. right i should say 100 lunges 100 lunges each like <clears throat> and so i can go ahead and do that kind of stuff right mm-hmm. but i do bulgarian split squats and it's over dude it is over for me and then i watch hazi do it with over double the weight that I was doing, like nothing. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't even like you, dog. Like it's makes me feel so weak. But that's why his legs and peach are the size they are, and mine are. Dude, yeah. I've seen memes of like people saying like uh, exercises you can do other than Bulgarian split squats, and then it cuts to them again. It's like, no, fucking do. The Bulgarian split squats. It's like, God damn it. Dude, you got to think, I was doing Bulgarian split squats when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. And they were just as terrible back then. I think when you're younger, I can't say it's the testosterone. I'm not sure what it is. Maybe the fact that your body hasn't gotten so tight and I mean, tendonitis. I, I think it's just so young that it can recover so well. That could be it too. Oh, yeah, because I, I would sleep so much more, you know, and I would just eat everything. Um, But I would just train so much harder than nowadays. But uh, I don't know. I don't even know where I'm going with that. Besides the fact that, like, I was watching Mike Menser, who was a bodybuilder back in the day, very, very, just a stud of a dude. Mm-hmm. He stretched a lot. That dude was flexible F. And I know, and I was talking to, to Steve, to Jim about this on Monday. <clears throat> if we were to actually like stretch, you know, mm-hmm. if we were to actually like, we have, there's no excuse. No. I don't care, dude. There's not an excuse that you can't stretch for 30 minutes a night. Because what do you do from 9 to 9.30? Fuck off. Fuck off. On the phone, mm-hmm. doing some dumb shit, maybe watching some TV, listening to whatever, dude. You're not really doing anything. And so much of that you can do while stretching. I could watch PBD and stretch. You know, like 
I don't need to just sit on my ass and scroll Instagram or fucking watch TV. Like, I, I, you can do it while stretching. Mm-hmm. There's no reason, dude. Think of what we would feel like if for the last seven years we've been stretching every night for 30 minutes a night. Yeah. Probably heaven on earth. Yeah. Do you, I mean, so when Sean started the group homes. Oh, yeah, that's right. We had to do the overnights, so we would roll out and roll every... out and stretch every like every night. We were at the group home, so, so three nights a week. Yeah, I was gonna say it was every other night then. Yeah, so every other night, every other night, we would spend like thirty minutes rolling out, doing a little stretching. We did that for a few months. Mm-hmm. We never, felt so good. I don't think I ever felt that good in my life. Mm-hmm. I was also on. Yeah, and that was just every other oh, night, God, dude. That felt so good, dude. Yeah, we something should, about it. We keep saying we'll get back into it, but we're bums. I honestly think though it would be like everything. It would be a habit like anything else, right? Mm-hmm. And the big thing is how you have to have those habits. Never miss more than one day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, okay, we missed stretching because we were at Wiscoria. Okay, the next night we don't miss. Mm-hmm. No matter what, we as, don't miss the next. As night. soon as you miss two days, then it's starting a new habit. Yep, and so you and that dude. That's why, since uh, the the fourth Wednesday of November, I have not missed a single day cold showering in the morning. Because mm-hmm. I know, dude. As soon as you miss one, my fucking mind. This morning, I get up. My mind's just like, hey, dude, you're awake. You're not tired. You don't need to get in that shower. You don't need to do that. And I like did some stuff, whatever. It was like an hour. Um, and I was like, my mind's just like, hey, dude, you could just you could just get dressed mm-hmm. and get ready for the day. And I'm like, no, cold shower because I hate myself. Mm-hmm. Bam. It's just stupid, but it's the same thing. Like that same exact concept, you have to do with everything. I have, to, I've, dude, I've had to do that with training. So when I was, when I was fourteen through nineteen, fourteen through eighteen, nineteen, it started changing. Fourteen through eighteen, dude, I like nothing in the world mattered but the gym. Mm. I looked forward to the like I went through. During the day, during the day I'd be in class, I would be thinking about 3.30. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I cannot wait for this dumb shit to be done so I can go fucking lift. And I was just like, nothing made me more turned on than lifting weights. And then I got to like 19 and I'm like, kind of like working. Mm-hmm. I like doing these other things, maybe hanging out with hanging out with the boys, the girls, getting some drinks. And then slowly I was like, Peaky Blinders, what the hell is this? Netflix, this is this ain't good. And then I just slowly regressed into a stage where I'm like a three-day lifter when I used to be like five, six, seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, 75 Hard kind of got you back into seven days. Oh yeah, so now like now I now I like hmm. I guess for the past like three years you've been more like I don't so I don't lift but I train. Yeah. I do some level of training six days a week. Yeah, exactly. Um Oh I guess I don't even count dude, I li- don't even count doing other things. 
Like, if it ain't lifting, I just forget that I do other things. Oh, yeah. I, Brooke and I were talking this morning about how um, we, she wants, like, some sort of schedule. And I, I, that's, ever since, like, quitting Gold Star, like, Gold Star, like, I had set responsibilities for different parts of the day. So it was really nice because then I, like, like, in the mornings, we had to make sure orders were out. So, like, I would keep track of everyone to make sure that they, like, printing was getting done in time. Pulling was getting done in time. Shipping was getting done in time. And then it was, like, the afternoon and it was, like, okay, is ever does everyone have something to process? Or is there any bulk orders? Or is there uh, inventory to put away? So, like... There was different things that I kept track of different parts of the day. And so I've been trying to think of, like, what's a good flow and process for the construction business. Mm-hmm. And Brooke today, because I thought about that this morning, I was like, I just don't have a flow of, like, how I want to do things. Right, yet. yeah. And Brooke then today said, like, she wants some kind of schedule, like, that she's just like, okay, on Mondays I send out invoices. On Tuesdays I do this. And I'm like... Yeah, I, like, could totally see that. And, like, we've discussed it, too, how maybe in the mornings I'll do all the office work and then in the afternoons, like, go putts on finishing the basement or, like, going to do some finishing work at jobs. Just stuff like that to do in the afternoons more. Yeah, it'd be really good. I don't know how to, I'm not sure how to schedule that or, like, how to do that, but I agree completely. If there's a way to... There, there is a way. Mm-hmm. I don't know that way yet, but it would be really nice to know like these things do get done at this time. Even for me, like okay, I do my quotes Monday, Wednesday, or I do my whatever Tuesday, Thursday afternoons. I do my quotes, and then like actually out in the field doing quotes, and then Monday, Wednesday, Friday morning, I. Or so it would be then Wednesday and Friday morning I would do estimates. Mm-hmm. So then Monday could be like whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Other shit. Um, but then also like when do you go out into the field and go work? Right. You know as well. Yeah, because Brooke said uh, lately she's been checking her emails at home. Mm. So before she even gets to the office, she's already gone through all of her emails mm-hmm. and like already kind of has like a general plan of like things she needs to do from the emails. Mm-hmm. And she said that's like really helped her. And like that's why she hasn't been coming in as early. Mm-hmm. But she's like today I went through my emails, did all that. I was able to get the kids ready for school and she made herself lunch. So she's like, so then I don't have to go somewhere mm-hmm. on lunch. Mm-hmm. And she's like, sure, I get in at 8.30, but I already did work for half an hour. And people, then I did stuff too. What, dude, what that right there, people don't understand. If you're not taking a client out to lunch and you can eat at work, you just save so much time. People are like, oh, it's not worth the time of cooking. But like me, for the longest time, I'd make my breakfast. And when I'm making my breakfast, I'd make my lunch right alongside of it. Mm-hmm. Take my lunch in a cooler. And so then I've got, I'm eating my, so it took the same amount of time. Like I was making breakfast anyways. Yeah. Took the same amount of time and I would have them on the oven as I'm like packing my shit for work, getting the car started and warming up as I'm like getting, you know, whatever. And so really I'm eating on my drive to work. I got my lunch with me and then I don't have to leave for lunch. I get to just work through lunch. Mm -hmm. People don't understand that 
like unless you're taking a client out or like doing networking to be able to like have your food and not miss a beat is huge mm-hmm. well like today i mean brooke and i we both ate lunch at the same time and we talked about business stuff the entire time mm-hmm. so like instead of going back to your office to eat i ate out in right. the common area and so her and i were talking about like plans like this and like other things that it would be really beneficial for the the business right um so yeah it's it it'll be fun for you guys i think probably to hear like how we go about trying to make a process and systems for the construction business. It's a way different beast than the group homes. The group homes was really, it was easy for me to come up with something organically and mm-hmm. naturally. Um, the construction business is, and probably most things with products, I would say, like selling products. There's just so many more chunks to it, like sections. I wouldn't it. say selling products. I think you'd get probably... Maybe you would get a little. You could no. I think you get more systemized with that. I think it's service-based businesses that have timelines. Yeah. Oh yeah. So like, and that's kind of where I like always stumble up on whatever because it's like, okay, say the guys need help finishing up a project, they'll call me the day before. Hey, we need you here to help finish up, and that will fuck everything up. Mm-hmm. Where, like in theory, right? That should be like the in, week before, right? But maybe when you start planning, like you're always going to be there on the last day of every project. Yeah, but we don't know when that is. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, you don't. How do you schedule that in? Yeah. Which we should know. We should be having on a better... smaller project. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Very true. I'm like. A whole half whole a house. house. Yeah. Are you, what do you? Yeah. That predicting that one day from that far, it's like insane. I'm sure. I mean, obviously, it, it you can get closer and stuff, but I don't know. I just know that, like you were saying, there is a way to, and this is everything you like, everything we read, everything we do is not what we do, everything we read and like learn about for productivity is always a structure. Mm-hmm. It's look at your emails the same time every day. Do your critical tasks the same time every day. Go on your meetings and do your... Like everything is supposed to be time blocked at the same time every day so you have a routine so you know exactly what you're doing at that time. Nothing else matters. You drop everything else. Mm-hmm. You should plan your next day the night before. Right. Oh, 100%. That's a no-brainer. Mm-hmm. I try. I've been trying to do it in the mornings. But yeah, the mornings are just not a good time because you're not quite awake. You don't really remember like... Because at the end of the day, you can think back of like everything you accomplished that day, what things you ran into, what hiccups you have. And so then you can start planning off of that. And if there was like that day was perfect and you finished everything you needed to, you can go to your dump list or your whatever and pick some things to work on next right um so yeah i don't know it's just something uh routine i think is very very important oh yeah yeah i think so too mm-hmm. um so what, is, what oh are you gonna keep going no go ahead i was gonna say what else is new what else you got going on um um just uh, hopefully getting a house Oh, we could talk on that. 
So like hopefully getting that in you know, two days closing on that house in oh, Strum. Yeah. yeah. Um, sellers became difficult. Ryan per use. Ryan and I cooled a cucumber. Brandon losing his brain, and then I'm just not even responding because it doesn't matter. Ryan's like, you have to be rationally detached in layman's terms. Mm-hmm. You have to like not be emotional, keep your cool. And uh, and then Brandon's just like, essentially Brandon just doesn't have as much time in as like Ryan and I with stress and stuff. So it's like these things happen. There's with deal like, okay, this this actually could be kind of like a lesson for a lot of people. The best way to win is to win. Mm-hmm. The best way to win is not to cut somebody down. Okay? So if someone fucks you, okay, the best way to get them back is to win. So this dude's trying to essentially screw us out of a couple grand. Mm-hmm. And we're willing to be logical and work with him in the bounds of like our contract. Right. Um, we don't have to, but, and, and it's like, and that was the thing. It's like, let's not just tell him full stop, fuck yourself. Let's like come to, agreement. Come to an agreement, a common ground. Cause here's the deal. We're getting the house. Like if we look at the tiers of it, the owners already got money. And they're getting more money mm-hmm. from us. Ryan and Brandon are getting money from me. I'm getting the house and I'm going to make money. Mm-hmm. Okay. Over a couple few grand, which in like once everything's figured out, it won't even be up to two grand. It's not worth burning the bridges, going through a bunch of stuff to try to fuck somebody for 1500 bucks, two grand, whatever. Because what happens? Ryan and Brandon lose out on making their money, which is 10x what the potential is, right? Mm-hmm. I miss out on losing mine, which is 1020x, all for 1500 bucks. Like, it's not worth, and this goes into like everything, everything about like burning a bridge or like shoving it to somebody. The best way to shove it to someone is to win. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And so, like, things like that, you got to, you know, it's a little frustrating. Maybe maybe vent and rant for a second, but process it. Respond. Don't react. And respond so that you win. Sure, you might not win as big, but you still win. Right. And the big thing is, like, always make sure you win Um, in, in that realm. Yeah. And so, and if you're like chill and understanding and cool, like what if they know someone that wants to sell their house and they're just like, Hey friend, I know you want to sell your house. You should hit up these guys because they were really chill and awesome with me and were able to like help me out. Right. hundred percent. And especially in a small town, small towns are very very catty so if mm-hmm. you get on a bad side of someone the whole town's gonna know 100 percent. It, it, it's all like in that realm of like so this is what i 
do and then i heard andy Frisella say it and i really i was like this is exactly what i do um but it's like um at what point is a job too small mm-hmm. um for construction in particular the question was that was perfect and andy's like there's no job too small because you have no idea what that small job can do for you one you build your brand and your reputation Two, that person could have you just redoing their door right now but need a whole new kitchen. Mm -hmm. That person might only need a door done, but their friend needs a house built. Mm -hmm. You have no idea what your courteous, like courtesy can do. And so like today, I went and looked at um, an entryway and I got a couple of our like main subs who's going to do the whole job for me. Mm -hmm. And I'm just going to slap my 15% general charge on top of it, right? Reason being, we're already busy into May. We already have work into May. These guys don't. Okay, here's this work. Well, so when we go there and we quote it out today, I'm like, yeah, could I make, if I did this with my guys and push this job out till June, could I make 4X on, on it than what I'm going to make? Sure. Instead, keep these guys busy. And what happens when I'm there today? The cu- the customer goes, yeah, well, so like we'll let you know our budget and stuff because we also want to get our kitchen done down the line. And I'm like, oh, just so happens we also do kitchens. So they're like, oh, let's do the entryway. Then we'd love you to quote it. Okay, well, that's beautiful for us because kitchens are our bread and butter. Mm-hmm. And so for like our guys... When comes the time, you damn right we're gonna quote the kitchen and and do the kitchen. And so it's like, is it worth the hassle of me going, meeting, generating a little job like this, giving some of our main like some of our main help, some of our main guys we rely on to do the work, keep them busy for a little little fee just so we're covering our hourly and shit. Absolutely, because now we could have a job four times the size. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, it's all about like, you don't know what's next. Right. And so it's just worth doing those things. Mm-hmm. I mean, you looked at a, a lady's window. Yeah. All she wanted was a window replaced. And then then she started slowly going on and on and on about like, oh, well, it would nice, it'd be nice if this was redone. And oh, it'd be nice if we could get this redone. Mm-hmm. And like, then you had the full grocery list of things she wanted to get done. Right. It's just like, yeah, going to look at that window gets me now $10,000 worth of work. Right. Oh, that beautiful example. Another example, uh, the addition. So oh, yeah. the B&I group with Eva. Hey, Sean, can you come take a look at the addition? Yep. Additions aren't in my wheelhouse. What is my wheelhouse? Everything interior. So I'm like, hey, friends that do additions, you guys want to tackle the addition? And we'll do like a little bit of the wiring inside, a little bit of the interior stuff. They want to handle, the customer wants to handle most of their interior stuff. But I'm like, here, why don't you guys just do this? I'll just throw my general charge on it. And it's not going to be, it'll be, it'll be an all right day, but it's not going to be like, we got a whole job, right? Hmm. Well, what happened? She calls me back three weeks later. Can you help redo our bathroom? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So now we got our bread and butter job. Mm Mm-hmm. We get our bread and butter job. 
the the addition is still like out there as a potential for uh later this year uh early for the following year which is perfect it's just a general fee for me but and but the thing is the main the main most important thing is the customer gets what they want and so they are happy and are going to know that we're like front of mind mm-hmm. we're top of mind right yeah and so that's just kind of like so that to tie that back into everything is like we win because mm-hmm. we like what are we doing we're looking out for our customers best interest in mind even though it's like that job for me is essentially a waste yeah. of my time but it's not a waste of my time when i get the customer what the customer needs and then the customer wants something else or tells someone or whatever and then boom I get a, a a job out of it. I mean, how many jobs recently have we gotten because like word of mouth? Oh, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Literally every job. Like we've had people from Wiscoria reach out to Sean to be like, "Oh, my friend wants their bathroom redone," and you're like, "Cool," or because someone wanted like new stair new stair treads. That was the job I was on today, uh, ba- a full basement. A full basement, full basement. okay, yeah. Um, but then, like, they had a friend that also wanted a full basement remodel, and it's just like, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, we've been just getting, a, like, you do good on your customer jobs, and they will reward you. Every job we've gotten is referral. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've, at, like... We've done zero marketing. Zero. Mm-hmm. Every single job we have is word of mouth, period. If you go onto the Instagram and Facebook page, there is not much on there. Mm-mm. Starting April 1st, my goal. The only thing that I guess is but isn't yet on the books is the customer I called to buy her house and the window one. Mm-hmm. So the window, the kitchen, and the bathroom. Yeah. But th- none of those are on the books yet. She, um, There's just estimates right now. Yeah. But... Yeah, so it's um. It's what else cool. is new? Um, what else is new? So there's that. Um, it's the warm weather, babe. Until today. Till today, but um. It's supposed to be really nice again, though. The warm weather got me itching. Itching for what? A little vroom vroom, baby. No, I'm lame. A little car. Why would you think? Sean the other day tells someone, you know, I wouldn't mind having weather a winter like this all the time. I was like, yeah, it was pretty freaking cool. It'd be pretty warm, actually. <clears throat> Why were you getting at? I don't know. I just always talk about moving and you're just, I don't know. Yeah. I guess though the issue right now is uh, it's warmer here than it is in like some of the southern states. So uh, it's, the weather's going to change. It's going to be warmer up north. Yeah. Than it is down south. Give it a little bit of time. Yeah. Government controls our weather. Everybody knows that. Do some research. Pretty much. Yeah. The weather isn't the weather anymore. No. The government can like. They can actually change our weather. Yep. Read articles. Yep. That's all I'll say about it. Uh, yeah, basically. Um, they can stop tsunamis. How? What? What? What started that? 
Um, I want a car. Oh, yeah, there it is. So what do you think? What should I get? I'm not the person to ask. Who is the person to ask? Definitely not me. Hmm. That one. The bones? Yeah. What does she want? Yeah. Probably a jalopy. What's a jalopy? A four-door cruiser, just a big old jalopy machine. Yeah, she wants, I think she wants something four doors. It would be fun to see how she would do in a convertible, but I don't think she would. She, she does f- just fine in the front seat. Yeah. She'd be fine if it's if we're going slow. Yeah. As soon as we start going over like 45, she's <sighs> panic. It'd be, she'd freak. Yeah. Yeah, I think what we actually want is like a, a Volvo V70 wagon. We've been throwing around the idea of getting a Volvo again for four years. I know. Why haven't you gotten one yet? In my defense, I reached out to the lady down in Milwaukee to get that Volvo S80, mm-hmm. and it was already sold. Lame. So I tried. You did. Um, Those, there's two. So a Forerunner is one car that we really wanted, and then there's two other cars that we really wanted, but the other two were like never. The ones we wanted were like never for sale. Which ones? Um, Honda Civic Hatchback. <sighs> And then, yeah, the Volvo. Volvo XC90? Mm-hmm. I don't even give a fuck about the XC90s. They're all right. But even the... We couldn't find many of the... Love me an S80. Yeah, we barely could find any of those either, though. Some of the some of the S60R designs. Those are pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I could probably rip one of those. The big issue with a lot of those is they're... Um, um, a lot of miles. High mm-hmm. miles. Mm-hmm. But like I don't know, it's just it's so tough because here's here's my actual thought. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Do I get a car that needs like no work? Right? Okay, mm-hmm. I think that's the answer. Right mm-hmm. for right now, get mm-hmm. one car that doesn't need work. Okay. Three questions that follow. Okay. Do I get one I can drive all year long? Okay. Do I get one just for summer? Mm-hmm. And do I get a classic car or not? Is it a classic car or is it a newer car? Okay. Mm-hmm. And the last question is two or four door. Okay. Well, here... here's the, here, that's the four. That's the four I need answered. So here's something for you. Okay. Let's go. Um, so let's just say we got the Mazda. Okay. The Miata. Yep. So that gives you a summer car. Okay. And that gives you a manual. Okay. If you didn't want to keep the the VW golf yeah i'll probably keep that too but keep going yeah so then you do have a summer car okay um but the other thing ooh, and it's technically collector correct so that's three boxes checked mm-hmm. two or four door it's a two door mm-hmm. okay but um mimi wouldn't be able to ride in that right but we could definitely get that okay and that is ready to go from Vroom. Vroom. You could get a fixed upper car then on the side. What about a car for Mimi to cruise in with us? Just, that just doesn't matter. It'd just be the Forerunner cruise. Forerunner or the V-Dub. That's pretty fair. That's pretty fair. So you're telling me I could do like the Miata so I have a car just to drive. Mm-hmm. And then go, do I go straight for like a fixer-upper, quicker car that I could like build and do fun stuff with? Okay. Mm-hmm. Or do I go like to a classic like collector? 
Both. You could do either, to be honest. Either or both? Either. Not both? Um, If you want to do both, okay. you have to tear down a tree and expand our garage. Ooh. So you're just like either or drop 50 grand. 100%. Oh, interesting. Mm. I'd have a hard time moving from here. We pull some shit like that, dude. I'm I, how getting me to move would be tough. Dude, we could do what Audrey's friend does, the Papa Roofs. <laughs> totally. Totally. I don't want to live in town forever though. That's so much work and money for not importance. I know. And just have a parking lot instead. Can I just put up an awning to park shit under? That could work. Yeah, but you're not going to want to work on it in the winter time out there. But I suppose like I guess I would only I could just park my forerunner under there. I don't need to be have it in the garage. Probably wouldn't want it in the garage anyways cuz it'll probably have to be heated. So I was thinking of just marking I was thinking about just walling off one stall, the first stall. Oh, I was figuring you were getting both. Cars? So you said either, right? Yeah. Or yeah. either or both. Yeah. So uh, if you were getting both, I figured you would have to expand the garage. Oh, but I could just keep one in storage during the winter. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Wait, so either so technically I, what we're saying is I'd be getting three new cars. Correct. Oh, is what I was saying. Oh, Barowa. Bro, do you have any idea how awesome that'd be? Do you know what I really want? Tell me. I think. Actually, you know what'd be really cool? What's that? Now that I'm thinking about it, um, two things. If like if we were gonna stay here for five years, like I would just do so many fun projects just to make this place like extravagant. Okay. Not really for us, but for like resale value and because. Okay you know fill my time with stuff one sauna and the cold plunge okay build a, like a really cool patio area with those sure two i think we're really cool to like add some stairs into the garage and then actually make like the space above the garage like a really cool hangout spot i actually thought about that the other day mm-hmm. i think it'd be really cool and not very difficult you almost have pop roof because it's not tall enough mm-hmm Hmm. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Damn. I don't know if I have an answer for any of that. I know. That is why I quit my job, so then I have extra time and uh, can, you know, do some fun projects. I'd almost... The, sum- the spring's projects are the flower beds, finishing the flower beds. I need to add some more dirt. I want to fix up the porch repaint the porch and then um probably start on a cool fire pit patio area mm. back mm-hmm. it's my plan for this spring summer love it mm-hmm. you have two pieces of trim to finish inside the house stairs yep that, that's it right yep yeah, just, just, uh, i can do that i can do that i know a guy mike, just for that mike Rico. just for that <laughs> I could probably do that myself. I would fucking hope so. I could do that myself. 
Dude, you're talking so quietly now. Sorry, I'm going to talk loud for everybody. 38 minutes, 36 minutes. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, I, I would, yeah, I like where we're going with this. Um, I have something I have a very difficult time with, mm-hmm. and you know this, and this is with everything. I have an extremely difficult time putting money into something that I don't get a return on. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I just think, right, like. We have an acre in town. What person isn't going to be ecstatic and want to pay some money for an acre in town? Especially if we make this place baller. Like, I understand the rooms are kind of small. And, like, there's some of that we can't fix or change. But I feel like there's some cool things we can do for not a whole lot of money. To make it, like, incredible. Like what? Like the things I was just saying. Patio area. Mm-hmm. Flower bed, shit like that. Mm-hmm. And then, because we would just need to add a staircase, probably right next to the door in the garage. And then we could do wood paneling up there, up in the thing, the attic. But it's still the, it's still the fact that we have to take the roof off and raise the roof. Oh, yeah. You just said we were going to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is money. Yeah, that's money. Okay, so if we didn't do that. If we didn't do that, I was just, then we could just do the stairs and the wood paneling. Mm hmm. That makes sense. Stairs and wood paneling. Okay. What if we just got a Conex box at work? Mm hmm. Um, we just bought a Conex box. Okay. And we just pulled my two cars in there for the winter. Sure. That was just a fucking spitball idea. Yeah. Then, I mean, that's like. Five grand compared to 40 grand. Mm. I also wondered, like, why... So, they obviously added that bathroom. Like, that bathroom was an afterthought. Our bathroom downstairs. Here? Yeah. Okay. If you were adding that bathroom on, why wouldn't you have, like, added a closet above it? Oh, mm, yeah. Right? Like, why wouldn't you have built something right there? Right. That's such a good question. The yeah. roof is right there. Right. You just... What? Yeah, for Anyways. sure. Yeah, that doesn't make much sense. No, not at all. Hmm. What can you do? I don't you know. Because my mom's house, they that whole uh, bi-level portion is an addition. Wow. Yeah. So my mom's house had two additions put onto it. Damn. So obviously before my mom bought it. Right. But so the original one was, the original house was my room, my brother's room, and the bathroom and laundry room. Okay. And like that yep. hallway thing. Mm-hmm. So yep. that was the original house. And then they added on the living room and the kitchen. Oh, really? Yep. And then they added the bi-level from there. Oh, wow. Mm. And then every time, I think they just rearranged what things were. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Very Interesting. Um, cool. I like it. Mm. It's just so weird with that. Like, they didn't build a basement under the house besides where the bi level is. Mm-hmm. So, it's just like a dirt crawl space for the vents from where the furnace is, which was in my room in the original house, to the uh, bi level portion. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's very weird. They did some weird shit back in the day. Yeah, for sure. 
Huh. I almost want to put two Conex boxes up at the office. Yeah. Do whatever. I'm just thinking storage. Yeah. For all like cabinets, trims. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Huh. Never thought of that. So I was trying to think of how to get more space up there without spending a lot of money. I mean, yeah, because, I, sp- I mean, the Conex is obviously a lot cheaper than getting like a... Another shed like that? Yeah. Because how cheap can like Nate build the pole barn shed? Or oh, even us, we could build that cheap. Yeah, I'll have to, we could just knock that out in a week. Yeah. Cheap. Yeah. And I think if you keep it that size on skids, you don't need permits. That size. Right. But we could build three that size. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Interesting. Kind of weird. But yeah. Just have doors go to each one of them. Right. Oh, yeah, just, just put them all right next to each other. Bing, 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 bing. Yeah. That's funny. And then just I'll have all the doors open inwards. So right. then you can open the door to one, open the door right. to the next, and just walk through. Right. <laughs> That's funny. They're separate buildings, sir. Yeah. It's not one. <laughs> Let me think of that. Yeah. Well, that's an option. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. That that actually, I'll be kind of stuff to kind of think about. No, I'm thinking about it. Yeah. Because um, it, it would probably have them all have garage doors like that. So then very easily, yeah, we could store stuff in it or store a car in there. But then they're tall enough that we could have shelves in there, too, for other stuff. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know the... <laughs> If you need a permit for this, but what if you just took and put two Conix boxes, mm-hmm. one on like where so where the where the shed is right now? Mm-hmm. You put it right on the the left side of that. Mm-hmm. You put another Conix box where my plow is. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you got like thirty feet in there. And what if you just did rafters with tin in between them? In between them, and then you had all that area to like park our like because mm-hmm. then we could park our trucks back there and our trailers under there and stuff and then you just have both conics on each side for storage you know what's a blessing uh-huh. that's chippewa county that's and, what i'm saying like i i'm like Hallie. we'd probably be able to right i'm just like that would be fucking kind of sick mm-hmm. yeah actually you keep cost down you'd have you'd have um good coverage mm-hmm. so essentially you kind of have like a pavilion you know you got like a pavilion over yeah or whatever it's a terrible idea. Okay, anyways, what else you got, baby? Uh, what else do I got? Um, yeah, guys, just so you know, this is where we just talk about dumb shit. This is how you know Sean and I don't talk about life outside of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Just talking about work and shit. Literally, all we talk about is work. Be Brooke cool. yelled at us. Be cool if we didn't, maybe as much. What do we do? What do you do if you don't talk about work? Is that I, what you're asking? What else do we do besides work? Nothing. I, I build Legos. I work out. Did you see there's an addition in this room? No. Okay. I've had that guy for a while. Is it the one you just built? I, I built one that you don't know about. That one? No. Okay. You guys Dolby? can't see it. Dobby? It's Dobby, yeah. All right, cool. How cute is he? Super cute. I like the cake. 
I know the cake is the cake was fun to build. And then he's holding um Tom Riddle's diary and it has a sock in it. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. I can see the sock. That's fun. What's new with you? What's new with me? Um it's my first full week of working at Tudor Transformations. Um do not keep going. Sean's about to stab a hole into the chair. Um Yeah, it's been interesting because I I don't know. I just need to get on a schedule. I just don't have a good flow of things. And, like, I never... I also didn't realize how much, like, other shit I can go do. So, like, I went to a Wisco Coffee on mm. Tuesday. Um, I had to go shopping for some things at Walmart yesterday. So... I haven't been working as much as, like, a regular 40-hour job. Right, yeah. Just because, like, I'm already running around doing things. So, I'm like, well, I might as well go take care of some personal stuff while I'm at it. So, it's been been really nice because yesterday was, like, the first night I've been able to in a long time where I just got home from – we went out dinner with some good people. I just got home and I was like, I don't have to do anything. Right, and so I laid on the couch with Mimi and just played on my phone. Do we get health insurance? Um, he's calling tomorrow. Cool. Yep. Did you answer all the questions today? No. Couldn't do that today because it takes time for it to register in the system. Yep. So tomorrow was, we were doing that. Cool. Mm-hmm. Cool, cool. Yep. It's great. It's not get injured. Well, tomorrow's still February. Right. Yeah. I just need to get approved tomorrow. Yeah. What time's the call? Eight AM. Okay, good. Yeah, right away. Sweet. Um Nice. Yeah. The biggest struggle of a business owner this isn't true. A big struggle of business owners. Is treating it still like a job. Yeah. Because it's so easy to be like, oh, I'm down here already. I'll just grab my groceries. Mm-hmm. Or like, I'm here. I'll do this for my person. You know, it's like when you do those things, you really start to dig yourself into a rabbit hole. Yeah. But if you are disciplined and do work and catch up with that shit at night yeah. or in the morning, it's not, I mean, because like for me, uh, like if I'm out doing stuff and I need something and I'm down for work on the south side of town, I'll just get whatever I need down on the south side of town because that's a 20 minute drive, drive each way. Yeah. And like, okay, I'll I'll do some more work in the morning or the night to make up for that. Whatever. Yeah. It's not a big deal. Yeah. And that like that's like fa- finding the balance. Like today, our whole morning was screwed up trying to figure out health insurance stuff. That sucked dick. Um. But it it does make me feel better, like, not being salaried because, like, the time I'm clocking in is time, like, I am fully working. Right. Mm-hmm. So it is nice in that way where, like, yes, I'm not getting work done, but I'm also not, like, taking. Getting paid. Right. I'm not getting paid to do nothing. Right. And that's what I always, like, felt bad about, like, at the previous job. It's not, it wasn't like I was doing nothing, but... 
there was so many times that I felt like I was just like twiddling my thumbs because there wasn't a whole lot of work to do. Mm -hmm. So it does make me feel like the work I am doing is more valuable. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. Mm -hmm. That's cool. Hmm. Yeah. It's just getting into the rhythm again and getting into a new rhythm and figuring it out. Right. It takes time. Oh, it's all time. Mm -hmm. It's all just time. And a lot of the things like a lot of the things get cleaned up and get taken care of. Like obviously we won't have to deal with health insurance again. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of things like cleaning up books from last year and getting set up on like wave accounting. And a lot of those things, once you have a good system for it, you don't have to go through so much extensive work. Yeah. Once we have like the same thing with like recon, once you have the website set up, the Facebook set up, then it's just like the posting. It's not all that mm -hmm. other stuff. And so it's um when you look at stuff like that, it's a, it's very very good that it's only for a certain amount of time. We gotta sleep in bones. Mm, too right. dreaming. Anything else? Yeah, I had one more thing. Um oh Richest Man in Bob Babylon. How uh, deep are you? So today I read about uh the gold keeper, the gold lender. Yeah. Um, and it was a story about him. Mm-hmm. So interesting because that's something we've heard from so many people, like bigger people, is that like you're gonna have people ask you for money, mm -hmm. but they say like don't give it to them mm -hmm. because if you give it to them without like training mm -hmm. them or trusting them or anything, they're just gonna spend it willy nilly and then ask for more money. They're Correct. never gonna pay you back. Nothing. Correct. So it's so interesting to like read that story and like the guy. Like, pretty much saying, like, if this was your last pennies, like, would you trust this man right. to take care of it? And he's just like, no. Mm -mm. It's like, okay, yes, you have lots of gold right now then, but why would you trust that man with that gold? Right. Like, you need to make sure that this gold is working for you and you're going to get it back. So, yeah, it was very interesting. But he did say, like, if you do want to still help them, like, help them in training them how to manage their gold better or how to make gold or like something like that too. So I thought that was interesting. I was just like, oh yeah, I never thought about it. Like if someone asked money for like from us and be like, well, like we'll, we'll help you. So like someone asked like, how do I make more money? And it's just like, well, we're not going to just tell you or not. Can I have money so I can make money? Like, if they wanted to buy a flip or something, and you're just like, well, you've never done construction, so I'm not going to trust giving you money for a flip if you don't know construction. Mm -hmm. And so instead, you could be like, I'll do this. I'll fund the project. You can be some type of ownership of it, so maybe like 25%, and I will teach you and train you how to do this. So then they're still getting, they're getting two rewards. They will get a little bit of money at the end, but they'll also then start having the knowledge. Right. So I thought that was interesting, too, to think about it in that way of just not just giving someone and hoping they give it back to you, but training them and showing them how to give it back to you. Yeah. So I've read that book a few times now. Mm -hmm. um, and every time it's so goddamn good. But that's exactly right. Um, and I've, I've thought about that actually for years, probably because I read the book years ago. But yeah, I... Don't just give people money mm -hmm. if they ask. Uh, I I will give them like education, mm -hmm. and I'll be like, if you do this, you'll make money. Mm -hmm. We have in the past, and 
Right, exactly. And I quit doing it. Yep. I give people money and I quit. Because I, I learned, like, I learned that people know how to squander money. Especially if they squandered their own money, they're going to squander yours. Yep. And so it's something where it's like, I'm not going to give you money, but I'll give you education. But you have to come to me for education. I'm not going to go out of my way to give you education because that just means you not you don't really want it. Mm-hmm. But like uh, we know the guy we had uh, dinner with yesterday, he wants it. And so I'm like, hey, you know, if you find a deal uh, and you bring me to walk through it with you um, and you're willing to do the work, I'll make sure it's a good deal i'll show you how and i'll like be the money but it's a mutual thing where it's like you bring the deal you bring the construction and i'll bring the knowledge and money but i'm only bringing the money because i know the deal's good Mm -hmm. and then the knowledge will be like in return for his money Mm -hmm. right so like he found a deal i got money but then like he'll do construction, I'll give knowledge, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's like it's it's about that's mutually beneficial. That's in situations where I will give money. Yeah. But that's like strategic lending. Yeah. Um cuz you know that you'll get the money back. I know what kind of finishes I'm going to put in the house. I know that it, whether or not it was a good deal that we bought, that there's money there to be made. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll get to babysit the project and, and go over with the go over with the contractor, like what he's doing and stuff to make you know. And it's it's like then you got your hands on you, making sure it's good. Mm-hmm. Um, other, I mean, another way that I will, another way I'd give money is. Um, so if you see somebody knows how to save money and they know how to invest mm-hmm. and they're looking for money to invest more in something, I'll lend people like that money. Yeah. Or borrow people like that money. Because it's like um, if I know you're currently responsible with your money and you just need more money for like X, Y, Z, yeah, like no brainer. That makes sense. Um, but if you're not good with your money and you can't even like you, you're not good with your money and you don't have the skill, pff, you got to have the skill and the money and the so be good with your money and have the skill to know that like, you're not going to squander my money. Right. And that's exactly what the gold tender says is like, if someone doesn't know how to manage money, don't ever lend them money, period. Now, if someone knows how to manage their money, but they don't have a skill, don't lend to them. But if the person's got a skill set and knows how to manage money, lend them money. Mm-hmm. As long as like what their endeavor does make sense. Right. Which is why, what you do. So Right. Because if someone is experienced in jewels, but they want to invest in sheep. Yeah. Do you think they would know anything about sheep? They and don't if it's know good anything to about do- sheep. No, they don't. Um, that, sorry, that book's huge. The biggest thing... That people don't understand, and they always have a fucking excuse for. It does not matter the money you make. If you are incapable of saving 10% when you make nothing, you're incapable of saving 10% when you make a lot. Yep. You have to set the discipline early on. I've been disciplined in my savings since I was 15 years old. 
I got a, my first job at 15. I've been disciplined in saving. Um, hell, even before that, when I was younger, I would save money. Yeah. And um, you have to start, dude. Like, don't you make $50 a week? You got to be able to save 10% of that. And so, if you don't do it now, you're never going to do it. And people will give every excuse in the book. Oh, I'm just getting caught up. I'm just doing this. I'm just doing that. No. You have to pay yourself first all the fucking time, mm. no matter what. And if you have lots of bills, like like lots of credit card debt or whatever, then maybe start with the Dave Ramsey route of like snowballing that debt. Right. Pay, yes. Getting $1,000 saved and then snowballing debt. Yep. Yeah. I oh, agree. yeah. You do start with saving You $1, always $1, save. No yeah. matter what. No matter what you do, you always start with saving. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you're never getting ahead. Yeah, valid. Cool. I love it. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Catch you on the next one. See you.